Good evening, listeners, and welcome to Slow Motion Triple Feature, a podcast in which three friends watch three movies over the course of three weeks. Each month, a different friend will select a different triple feature for their friends to enjoy and discuss. Slow Motion Triple Feature is one of the many fine podcasts brought to you by the American Friend Institute. I'm your host, Mike Keller, and I'm joined today by my good friends, Kit and Andrew. Tonight, we're discussing the second film in Mike's not-so-spooky Halloween triple feature, which is 1980's The Hollywood Nights, directed by Floyd Mutrux or Mutrux or something like that. And um, I'm not going to lie to you, listeners, the friendship is in jeopardy. Mike has picked a real clunker this week, and uh, we're going to basically we're going to have to see if uh, Andrew and Kit will still accept him as their friend or if he's out of the group. So yep. uh, you fucked tuned. up. You fucked We're gonna up see how this big. Plays out. <laughs> this is a bad movie. <laughs> this um, was this was rough, man. Yeah. So I had never seen it before. I think none of us had ever seen it before. Mm-hmm. Oh I no, this was it. like a family favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it did. Apparently, it did play on HBO like a ton um, back in the '80s when HBO was looking for anything they could get. And uh, back when HBO was Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. And it. Uh, the director has a bit of a cult following. Um, the cast looked like Why? it might be kind of fun. Yeah, what what other, what thing gave him his cult following? Because it can't. Well, be he's this. done like like Aloha, Bobby and Rose. Um, cool. All I right. I think I listed them last week, and you guys hadn't heard of them. All right. Uh, American Hot Wax. Uh, oh, supposed to be good. American Hot Wax. Yeah, that one's supposed to be good. Is that another uh, American Graffiti ripoff? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. Sure sounds uh, like it would be. A lot of his movies are hard to find because, as you probably noticed in this one, uh, the soundtrack is, like, loaded with pretty yeah, high dollar. Yeah, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I was like, I mean, the premise sounds fun. It's a Halloween night. It's 1965. It's like an American gra- graffiti ripoff. I didn't realize that it was going to be such a bad American graffiti ripoff. And, um, and also yeah, that Halloween to- would figure virtually not at all. Yeah, there's like a few decorations at the drive. Why is it. it even Halloween in the movie? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's um, I give you my most sincere apologies and let's just jump right into what you guys thought of the film. It's not enough. Um, it's you're going to have to do it more. Yeah, one grumble. of my one of my notes, one of my last notes is uh, maybe Adam Sandler movies aren't that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was really this. This was way more of a 80s teen sex comedy. Like those terrible movies that aired all throughout the eighties on cable. And that were just like, there are seemingly an infinite number of them. What um, year, what year did Porky's come out? I was thinking it was like the pitch was Porky's and American graffiti, but Porky's came out after this. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, animal house would have been before this though, right? Yeah. But animal house isn't just like ass and titties the whole time. <sighs> Neither was this. Unfortunately. Yeah. Animal house is 78. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was that's what's unfortunate. Like some of those '80s comedies that are awful, and like I don't even like Animal House, honestly. Um, you love some Porky's, of those, though. I love Porky's. Porky's <laughs> is great. Um, but uh, no, there's just so many of them that are not worth anything. They're not funny. Like the humor doesn't make any damn sense. But the women are beautiful, and so like you can at least enjoy that about them. And then this one, it does have many beautiful women in it, but like barely. And it's mostly um, Robert Wool. And I hated that entire gang. Like, like it was supposed to be like they're pulling fun pranks on everybody. The, the Hollywood the Knights. Yeah, it's just like these guys are huge assholes. <laughs> they're yeah. the worst gang people. ever. Yeah. <laughs> I was I just, wondering uh, what you would be thinking, Mike, because I was like, 
these guys are fucking mean and not funny. And I thought maybe it's like Mike would be like, I mean, it's a movie or whatever. I know. I, know. I had but, no idea where he was going to fall on this, honestly. Yeah, but they they just no, I, be, because they're so unfunny, they're just like, I wish they were dead. Yeah, I wish they were I, all going to Vietnam. I had the exact same thought. Um, I was like, I wish this was a slasher and somebody was killing all of these people. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then, yeah, the Vietnam stuff was so awkward. Like, yeah, that's, that's a- from American Graffiti. And they're just like, like, everybody's just like, ha ha, throwing eggs. And then it's like, oh, but Joey's going to Vietnam. I'm kind of scared, so, you guys. I don't know. So is like, is that like a, you think they're like referencing American Graffiti? They have to be. I think they just took American Graffiti. No, they're not referencing it. They're joke. remaking it. Remember? I know. This was made around the time when it's not like you would turn on the TV and see every single movie anytime you wanted. So they could right. just remake the same movie like 10 times before anyone caught on. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, you know what the weirdest thing about this film to me hmm. Um, hmm. is that so this is a movie where like the time between the production and the period it's representing is basically like uncut gems ish right. yeah. long yeah. it's like 15 and then, years and then within the movie the every all the main characters are nostalgic for a time that's also like eight years ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> so weird yeah it's uh well yeah and this if this is the 80s so this came out 40 years ago takes place 15 years so yeah it's yeah, I'm just like I'm looking at my. Uh, I'm just looking at uh, at, at my notes here. Um, this is going to be a tough episode. So if we decide we want to yeah. talk about something else, that's fine. Um, yeah, I agree. But like, uh, yeah, I mean, like one of my first notes is like, who is anyone? What is what is yeah. anything in this movie? And I, is it day or night? And is this all supposed to be one day or? Yeah. I have no, it's, <laughs> it's one day. It's truly, it's truly hard to follow. And then the whole thing is like, it's about this. Well, it's, it's about nothing, but, um, they say that it's about this, uh, this last night of this diner, right? This tubby's drive-in or whatever. And, uh, where they all like, that's like the teen stomping grounds, but like, they don't, I don't know. It doesn't really, it doesn't really seem like they care that much about, tubbies am i wrong i mean it's like they're there right and they they say things about it but i don't i don't actually there's there's something very un i mean the if it weren't for the last shot of the movie where they're shutting off the lights to tubbies there's something Mm -hmm. that it feels very unceremonious to me am i crazy no yeah yeah, that's the that was an interesting thing i think one of the most interesting choices in the movie was the the frame over which the end credits ran that like the lights of the first of all i mean the set the that i don't know uh that location was cool looking i think Mm -hmm. yeah and then the lights go down and there's the like development sign right there and i'm like that's kind of like if I gave one single shit about anyone in this movie or anything that's happening in it, like <laughs> that's kind of an interesting thing to like leave. Up. Like I, that probably would have meant something yeah. to me emotionally, but I'm glad their favorite place is being torn down. <laughs> yeah. I want them out of that guys. neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. These guys are awful. Um, yeah. What's another thing I said? Um, 
There's even like a Wolfman Jack. It's so crazy. It is crazy. How much it's American Graffiti. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they should have just... They should have just made the movie about... um, about Tony Danza and Michelle Pfeiffer's character and the Vietnam dude and and just yeah. and just I called hated it hated that uh, too. Just Tony called Danza it was a dick. West Coast graffiti or something. Yeah. Um but wait, where is American graffiti set? Isn't that also California? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen American graffiti in like 15 years. This do you know what Remember? this movie was to me? This movie yeah, was set a in Modesto. That's where like Lucas is from. Modesto doesn't count as California. Um, um, God damn, I'm having trouble here, guys. Um, But so, go ahead. I was gonna say, I was extra bummed while watching this terrible movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Sarah and I watched it last night, and I was like, I'm gonna get yelled at tomorrow. I'm just gonna get yelled at. (laughs) (laughs) Not only do I have to watch this terrible movie, but I'm gonna get yelled at for it. Robert Wool looks so old. Like he's and he was twenty nine. Okay, that's yeah. it. Yeah, he did. He did look about thirty five. Right. Yeah, and then I, Stuart Pankin was like thirty five. Right. And then the woman playing the villain, like the teacher, looks like twenty to me. Yeah. And then, has there ever been a less believable Californian teen than Fran Drescher? <laughs> like uh, she's beautiful but like yeah she was hmm, you wouldn't be from <laughs> new york would you <laughs> yeah uh yeah that was and like at the start of it um i kept sarah and i were like are they in college or are they in high school and then also like are because like robert wool looks so old it's like are they just like a gang that hangs out like they've all they're all beyond college age and they're all just still hanging out at this drive-in um, That's what I thought. That would have been more interesting. I mean, yeah, yeah. That is what I thought be- before he goes into bullshit. the before he goes into the high school because they establish him immediately as a as a peeping tom creeper, right? Yeah, and so I remember his first scene. The move the movie opens on in, on him uh, sneaking into uh, this topless girl's backyard and taking pictures of her. That's right. Also, oh yeah, also, that's right. I could ask my parents. But I'm sorry to burst your bubble, Mike, but teenage girls do not get naked together outside multiple times in one day. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about it. Oh, I like, know. <laughs> like that never, never once was I naked around other teen girls in my life. And I have to think <laughs> that in 1965, that might have been even less likely to happen. Yeah. So what that is, is that's the thread of Animal House and then all of the shitty teen comedy ripoffs that followed. Um, that that's, It doesn't make any sense. It's not supposed to be realistic or anything. It's just like that's they just took Animal House, American Graffiti, and then shoved them together. And it, it's um, just one of those bad 80s movies that would have aired like ad nauseum on, on cable. Um, this movie just yeah. feels like um, it's like a waste of resources. Yeah, I know because some of it looks really cool. Like some of I the, agree. I agree. the yeah. 60s stuff. Yeah, it looks I, it, I, it looks like a look movie. Was okay. I that was my thought too. Is it's like some of the like locations and the look of it is like, and the lighting in certain cases is like this is decent. It's yeah. you know, I don't know. Ugh. Yep. 
It was just hard to hey, fo- go ahead. Was Officer Bimbo the guy from Gremlins? Does he play Randall Peltzer in Gremlins? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I thought I recognized him. I mean, that cop was awful, but they were also terrible to him. Yeah, everything was. I the only thing that made me laugh was when the one-armed violinist is playing and he has his hand down his pants and then he grabs the bow of the violin with his finger. And I was mostly laughing because I was just like, this is so stupid. But uh, but every uh, everything else was very grim. I had one and only laugh. Yeah. Um, One and only, I had my one, I don't know. It was when Fran Drescher is screaming at him from the back of the car. Did you come? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you <laughs> come, Turk? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I don't understand what made him... Come, she didn't even touch him yet. Yeah, I think he was just He's, excited. Okay. He ejaculated prematurely because okay. that is what I mean, I have to think any man who what who is like that guy would yeah. probably have a similar problem, right? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. He was very wound up. I know a couple studs like Mike and I would never have a problem like that. Um, never yeah, okay. <laughs> Well, here we are, guys. Here we are. 15 minutes in. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. It's so much So much happens in this movie. Like, New Bomb, he peeps on some chicks. He farts on stage. He pees in some punch. He goes to the diner like 12 times, and then he goes mm-hmm. like 10 other places. He jizzes himself <laughs> at a party. He pranks this asshole cop a bunch of times. And a bunch of other shit happens, and it's all one night. Like, this movie has no sense of time whatsoever. Yeah. Remind you of anyone? Who? Sandler? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, honestly, most of the Sandler movies we watched, were they went down more easily than this. But They made, they would, it would, there were more, like, I would laugh a couple of times at most Sandler right. movies. Yeah. The only thing I really enjoyed about this, I think some of the settings, and then I liked Fran Drescher. I was, you know, like Fran. The hairstyling is fucking shit in the movie they put like zero effort into making it look remotely not 1980 yeah yeah denise denise said the same thing she's like she's like oh wow really looks like 1965 and i said really she just looks at me and goes no (laughs) it's terrible well apparently this movie was made for 2.5 million and made 10 million dollars at the box office a million it seems like so much for this movie maybe all the cars I know. I thought the, f- the f- same thing, but the cars were like a 2012 Honda Civic. Now, mm, I mean, some of those were pretty nice cars. <laughs> well, and then the I, soundtrack too. I I just assume that the music industry hadn't figured out that yet because maybe I don't know. I you don't think, know. You think they just got away with this one? It's, I was it's really terrible. surprised that it came out on Blu-ray because typically it's more a movie... like a '97 Honda Civic now, um, which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, I have a question for us. Maybe this will be sure. a good distraction. Yeah. Did Michelle Pfeiffer ever become a good actress? And if so, when mm. was it? <laughs> no. I kind of think no. Also. Yeah. No. But I think so she's... pretty. So pretty, and um, <laughs> I mean, we're 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 thankful for her, her her Catwoman. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a good Catwoman for sure. I don't I know think if she's that good in perf- What Lies Beneath, kind of. Yeah, she's good in that. Um, 
I like Stardust. Sure. What's Stardust? Uh, that Neil, was the one. Neil like, Gaiman. Claire Danes? Claire Neil, Danes, yeah. Yeah, Charlie Cox. What does she do in that? Is she a witch or something? Yeah, she's, she's like, like a, a witch. Yeah. I like a Michelle. witch not of Eastwick. I like Michelle Pfeiffer. My desire today is not to throw Michelle Pfeiffer under the bus I'm not saying I don't like her. Okay. She is so pretty. Yeah. But when I watch movies like Age of Innocence and Dangerous Liaisons, and then you read like Roger Ebert and other people's reviews of that time, and they're just like rapturous about her, and I'm like, guys, she's very pretty. But like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, who would not be better in this... This, I mean, like Dangerous Liaisons, like a fucking perfect film, except I don't give a shit about her character and she's pretty damn important. Like, wouldn't anyone else be better? In the, I don't know. It sucks. But she's a, a fantastic Catwoman. Great Catwoman. Yeah. Perfect in that movie. Scarface? I haven't seen Scarface in a long time, but. No, she's not good in it. Okay. Into she's... the Night? What's that? That's the Landis movie with um. Mm, I don't uh, think Jeff I've, Goldblum. I don't think I've. I don't think I've seen that. Okay, it's supposed to be good. I'm I've just, never seen it either. Yeah, I'm just like trying to think of what Michelle. About fabulous Baker Boys. That's supposed to be good. There's a lot of actually looking at her filmography. There's a lot of these I haven't seen. She's in good movies. You can be a yeah. bad actor. That's and part be of what's baffling, movies. though. That's true. It is. It does confuse you, though. Let me let me look at her filmography too. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oof. Hairspray. She's good, in hair. she's good in Hairspray, but she can't sing. So it's like, why are you? She's not good in Hairspray. What the fuck am I saying? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, yeah. she's in that. She's, she's a, in Vangeline uh, Lily's mom. She's in. Uh, oh, man. Let's see what we got. I forgot there was a second Maleficent. Yeah, I tried to watch it. It was um, like the first one was bad, but at least interesting the second yeah. one was bad and uninteresting i think my huh. dad still liked it really i couldn't even finish it couldn't even finish it she's in she's in mother what's that yeah that's mother, the, the darren aronofsky the aronofsky movie oh right, right 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 yeah you know i think she was probably pretty good in that yeah um i watched sheree a couple months ago it fucking sucked mm-hmm. yeah Ooh. I watched a bad Stephen Frears movie. Which one? Um, uh, the Grifters. Have you seen that? Oh, Grifters? yeah. You think the Grifters is bad? The Grifters yeah, is not bad. It was really bad. I thought it was terrible. Whoa, I'm gonna oh, have to rewatch okay. Like by the time it was over, I was I was into it as it was going on, and by the time it was over, I was like, that was that it wasn't a good movie at all. That's the um, John John Cusack, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's Angelica Houston and, and Annette Bening. Uh, he wants that... to bang his mom. Yeah. Okay. I mean, who doesn't? The fa- everything you just said. How could that be a bad movie? <laughs> I forget. Well, I'm gonna you have really to rewatch like that. Yeah. Dark Shadows is terrible, but that's not yeah, really her fault. That. That's not her fault. Could we do a bad Tim Burton triple feature at some point? There's Maybe a lot of we could watch like some good movies soon. <laughs> I, like Meet Joe Black? Could we watch Meet Joe Black again? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Meet Joe Black is kind of good. What about White Oleander? <laughs> What's that? Um, What's that? That's supposed to be that. a. That's like a was a prestigious one. This is gonna you be know, such a nice thing to listen to. You know what? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. You know what movie uh, I discovered this week, and I think I'd known about it, but then forgot about it. Uh, this hmm. two, this two thousand two Al Pacino movie called Simone. Do you oh, know? Oh yeah, 
Of course. What I the saw f- that in theaters. Wow. I watched Why the trailer. Why did you see that in theaters? I used to see everything in theaters. Oh. I mean, I, I do too, so I get it. But it's, it's yeah. from the director of Gattaca, so I was like, oh, cool. It is the most bizarre premise. It is about yeah. a Hollywood producer who creates a CGI movie star that everybody thinks is real in 2002 um, when CGI still looked like Jar Jar Binks. And, uh, Great. and everyone and, thinks it's real because it's played by a real woman. Right. Yeah. 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 And then they keep, and then he like, keep, it's like the public never sees her and we're supposed to, and he's like keeping her hostage or some shit, but then it also seems like it's some sort of love story. Yeah. I was, that's all I have to say it. about Simone. I was just, I right. watched but <laughs> oppression film. That's where we're at. That's true. Casting yeah. James Dean in films. <laughs> Thanks. Or cats. You know, none of those people are real. That's true. I have a question, a Hollywood Nights question. Okay. In the scene where the cop is drinking the punch mm-hmm. and he describes the punch, he says it's good. Um, but he, a he char- in it. What does that mean? What's I don't know. Okay. I mean, I know. Again, I thought about, like, I'll ask my parents, like, is this some Calif- Southern California 20th century bullshit? But then I was like, right. well, I can't. Then I'd have to, like, chat about Hollywood Nights, which I already got to well, do for two hours tomorrow. So, no, thank you. Yeah. Well, because I, I, so. think- I was thinking about it because I was like, okay, maybe, maybe Wang is slang for piss. But then is he he's saying it's good no. and it tastes like piss? Okay. No. I almost I think feel it like was, it's tang. Yeah. I feel like it was like it's like it's got a little kick to it. It's got a little but it's I've never heard anybody use that expression, so I was just like, okay. Uh, okay, movie. All right. But yeah. I don't know. I also like that whole scene, I, I was getting upset because it was like he knows when to be there when they're delivering the punch in a giant pot, which I don't, I don't know why you would, I'm, I'm pretty sure punch is something you typically make yourself at your own party, but whatever. <laughs> um, and so then he's, he tells the guys, he's like, Oh yeah, you got to go through the lawn to get out of here. You can't go through the road, which is like another hilarious prank. He's pulling on these country club people. Uh, so the people drive through the, like he's, he's pounding on the window to try to tell them he put pee in it. And then that's interrupted by, the delivery van plowing through all the flower, but it's like, why would they like, they could see they were driving the the drivers of the van. Like, why would they have ever thought like, Oh, we've got to go through the car. Like it, it didn't make no, but it was, yeah. Anyways, I have some, (sighs) okay. I, so this movie is very forgotten. Rightfully. Mm -hmm. Like it's very, like I thought that the two secondary, uh, gang members were like really cute and so i was like oh who are these actors and like i Mm -hmm. couldn't really find jack shit about them and then the the guy who sings um run around soon i was like wow he sounds so much like dion i'm like is he lip syncing or is that dion or is that like who is this i could not find out who that band was yeah but if you google a little wang in it it's like all Hollywood nights, that's the only time, seemingly, that that phrase has ever been used. And you get, like, you get 
Google image results for Hollywood Nights. You get video results for, for that scene in Hollywood Nights. You get people on quotes.net being like, here's a memorable memorable quote from Hollywood <laughs> Nights. So. <laughs> All right. Maybe we just didn't get it. That Maybe has we to, just didn't. That has to be yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe we are, we just don't have a sense of humor. I mean, look, I'm grateful. We've, we've got to watch a lot of we've watched we've got to watch a lot of good movies on this podcast so far you know so sure. i think it's it's not um just not in mike's triples <laughs> just not in mike's triples. yeah it's just not <coughs> like <Joe> black <laughs> black was pretty rough um <laughs> although we had a pretty good conversation about it yeah we did i'm just saying yeah whatever it's... no i mean i haven't seen it i hadn't seen it i was like hey what my original plan was a 70s americana triple feature where we would watch Nashville, we would watch Smile, and we would watch Kenyon Company. Of those three films, Kenyon Company would have been the rougher one for you, but I still think there's some valuable things about Kenyon Company. Uh, Nashville is an all-time classic. Smile, I think you guys both would have really enjoyed it. But I couldn't get a copy of Smile because the library closed because so of the So your only option thing. was... Well, and so I was like, <laughs> I, pitched, I pitched out two options. I said we could watch the kid triple feature that was like um, Black Stallion, et cetera, et cetera. And so we had two options. Together as a group, we chose this triple feature because it was. I was thinking like, hey, before Halloween, but mm -hmm. it's not a horror movie, so Kit would be more into it. And uh, and you know, here we are. We. I am we've very excited to watch Fun Size because I feel like no other podcast is watching movies like Fun Size and talking. Yeah. Can we? It. And Fun Size, the only one of the three that I had seen prior to making the triple feature, and it's not a great film. It's but it's a it's a it's an enjoyable movie. It's got goofy gags and stuff, but like I think everybody will at least get a kick out of Fun Size. Um, but yeah, there I've said my I've said my piece. I've defended myself. I just want the what record about... to show that mm -hmm. I was I was leaning more in favor to the Black Stallion triple. It would have been a good triple. I agree. But you know, I but we can sorry. do it later. I don't want to get a, watch a horse get tortured. Yeah. Weirdo. And then I had to watch a dog die last week. I skipped it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Although that was pretty, like, it wasn't like a surprise death or something. What else did you guys watch this week? I've had a bad week. Oh, I'll damn. Well, let's talk. What happened? I watched I watched Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me find... Here, actually, I'll pull up my... Um, go ahead, Kit, and uh, I'm going to pull up my little list. I don't... I didn't watch any movies, but I watched um, the the <clears throat> the Last Dance, which is like I just live now for the next episode of the Last Dance. It's so fucking good, and I wish I could just watch it. What is it? Twenty four hours a day. The Michael Jordan doc. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so or the Bulls doc. It's so fucking good. And what is that on? Entertaining. I don't know HBO or something. Mm-hmm. Well, Lee's cool. just been putting them in front of me, but it's so fucking good. So, I watched The Matrix last Saturday with Sarah. That's okay, that's a good. good week. Good fun movie. It was fun. She'd never seen it before. I um, it. Oh, that would be so much fun to watch it with somebody for the first time. I red pilled her. She she sees reality for what it is now. Cool. Um, just like green uh, shit everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I watched The Grifters, which I did not enjoy. Although I don't think it was a terrible movie, but it was just like, I didn't like it. it just what didn't good. you like about it? Was it that they were all horrible or? It was just kind of like, it never picked up into a very interesting story. And like, 
I don't know. It just didn't click with me, I guess. It, Have you and, seen and Dangerous also, Liaisons? What's that? Have you seen Dangerous Liaisons? Which one? Like the Malkovich one? Yeah, the Freer, Stephen Frears one. No, I never have. So, what Stephen Frears do you like? I don't know. I, don't, I just, I don't know if High I've fidelity, seen any of those. High Fidelity, I guess. Fidel- I'm not a big fan of High Fidelity. You should, watch I the, know he did you should watch The Hit and Dirty Pretty Things. You probably really, that's kind of a horror movie. I um, have seen Dirty Pretty Things. I like that one. My watch the, that's one the Hit. The Hit, okay. Mm-hmm. Is Dirty Pretty Things the one with Audrey Tattoo? Yes. Yes, I have seen that. I like that. Um, okay, just curious. But then I watched The Stuntman, also from 1980, and it was kind of one of those ones that's got like a cult reputation, mm-hmm. and it was on Canopy or something, and it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it just was weird, and it wasn't very good. Poster and then I watched Batman and Robin, pretty, pretty and then I watched chill. The Hollywood Nights. It was a bad week. We, I did, we had, we did, the, what did I do? I made, I made Denise watch Hollywood Nights. And then, like, um, we're big, we're we're a big uh, Fast and the Furious franchise household, and she had been refusing to watch Hobbs and Shaw. And so, after we watched Hollywood Nights, I was like, "You should, we should just watch it so that you've seen it." And she's like, "I don't want to. I really don't want to. Um, it it'll upset me." And then I made her watch it, and it upset her. So well, it's it's bad. I know, I know. I just felt like we should be completists. But I feel bad about it now. I mean, I I, think, I, pref- I prefer The Rock to Vin Diesel, but that movie sucks. I haven't seen it. And you never will. Oh, I also watched House of Games. Not quite last. Not quite within the last week. What's that? Have you seen that? It's um, David Mamet. It was okay. It was pretty. It was good, but it was weird. Like you know, because he's like a playwright, and it's the dialogue was all spoken like very oddly and so it just has a weird feeling but it wasn't bad i watched go ahead i was just gonna say i I feel like you know because we've been cooped up for like a month and a half now and so it's like i watched a lot of movies um but it's just like sometimes i watch so many movies that i just like have to not watch movies for a few weeks because Mm -hmm. i just kind of like get sick of them sure and so i feel like that's kind of where i'm at i kind of talked to you guys about this but i watched compromising positions like a week ago oh yeah and I started it and I was I almost like turned it off because it looked like such a TV movie, and I really liked it. <laughs> like I, I thought it was really good. Um, at least like What's the writing, one? compromising positions. Yeah. Um, it's got Susan Sarandon and Raul Julia and Edward Herman in it, um, and it's just about this like long Island town where uh, the dentist is having sex with a lot of women and then he dies and it's like a murder mystery. Okay. Um, But it's mostly about like Susan Sarandon's character. Um, I don't know. I was watching it and I was like, it, her character in particular was, was so, um, so much more than I thought it would be. And I was like, I feel like this was written by a woman and it was written by a woman. And it's just like she like she's in she's investigating a murder. She's like a housewife who used to be a journalist and she's investigating a murder. And there aren't a bunch of scenes where she's like, ah, you know, like or like walks like she's just very like curious and frank and like good at her job. And I was like, that's really 
it was, I don't know, it was interesting. And God, Raul Julia is hot as shit in the movie. I remember you talking about him, yeah. And looks exact, and acts exactly like Michael Shannon, whom I love. And I was like, oh, this is, Michael Shannon saw this, and this is where he took everything from Raul Julia. Oh, he's so, he's so cute in it. That was a good one. Speaking of Susan Sarandon, I watched The Hunger, which I talked to you guys about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today, um, I'd like Tony to see Scott. that. Vampire movie. It, yeah, and I think it's not going to like blow you guys away, but there's just like lots of cool stuff about it. It's like got a cool gothic atmosphere. But uh, I looked at the reviews of it, and apparently a lot of people hate it. So maybe we won't do that one because we don't want to watch a Mike movie. <laughs> That's not true. I thought That's I was going to assign. I, I was going to possibly assign that with Vampire's Kiss. So you would be off the hook for that. Okay, good. Although hey. I did bring it. I did recommend it. Also, The Hunger has a Criterion release, doesn't it? Oh, does it? I think so. Someone the other week, and I don't remember if it was you guys or like somebody on a podcast I was listening to or something was talking about um, what's the Brad Renfro Susan Sarandon movie called The Client? Yes. Yeah. And they were they were saying that Susan Sarandon won and should have like won her Oscar for that. Hmm. Um, that movie instead sucks. Instead of what she went for, really? I think it sucked ass, and she in particular, whom I love, was horrible in it. Huh. Mostly because See, like it. the writing was shit. But it's bad. It's really bad. Okay. I saw it's when the I was a most kid. contrived, stupid plot, Mike. Yeah. So there was a period in like sixth grade where I read a ton of John Grisham books. Wow. Um, and I think that's around when I probably would have seen like The Client and Runaway. Sixth no, Runaway grade. Jury was later. But Time uh, to Kill is around that time. I don't think I ever saw Time to Kill. I remember that would have been that was ninety eight, right? Time to kill? No, yeah, it was yeah. earlier. Oh, was it okay? Yeah, yeah. I thought I Brad Renfro was good in it. Like he Brad, was miss- like a good little kid actor. Did he die? Yes, he okay. did. He did. Okay, he was, he was part. Good. Well, okay. The theory, the theory is that uh, he was part of like a, I don't know, probably like a pedophilia situation, not for as a chi- as a child actor in Hollywood. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, like the Corey Feldman stuff or whatever. Yeah. His okay. last, his like last, I think, big movie was a Brian Singer movie called Apt Pupil, I believe. That was a good movie. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, That's too bad. Did you ever see The Cure? Have we talked about this? What's that? The Cure is a probably early 90s movie with um, Brad Renfro. And uh, Joseph Mazzello from Jurassic Park, the boy 95. from Jurassic Park, ninety-five. Okay, mm-hmm. um, it's I think it's the guy that oh, directed yeah. the film. No, 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 I don't remember who the director is. I'm Peter thinking of Man in the Moon. Okay, so I'm not sure. But uh, anyways, it's a it's a little cheesy, uh, but it's about it's so good. Like it was one we just randomly picked up from the video store one day, and I watched it with like my mom and my sister. And it's about this boy who has gotten a, uh, HIV through a blood transfusion, and that's Joseph Mazzello's character. And he's like really isolated because his immune system is, you know, compromised and everything. And um, so he's just like lives in his house and he plays in his backyard, but he's got like this wild imagination. So he's got like action figures and like this whole thing set up. And then this other Brad Renfro's character moves to town and um, he like, you know, he's kind of like a tough kid or whatever, but like he kind of befriends this kid and like they have this friendship and like, uh, you know, over the course of the movie, you know, Mazzello's character gets sicker and everything, but it's just like, you know, there's a I, I rewatched it a couple years ago, um, and there's definitely some stuff that's like, eh, you know, a little 
like whatever, not so great about it, but just as a little indie movie from the nineties or whatever. Uh, that's like one of my favorite, uh, I don't know, like just totally forgotten movies, but, but, uh, it's a good one. I'd recommend it. Maybe I'll put it in a triple one of these days. Sounds sad. It is really sad. It's definitely a tearjerker. I like sad movies. Um, let's see. What did I watch? I watched two horror movies last night. They Mm -hmm. were okay. Um, one was called the lodge and Alicia Silverstone was in it. Oh yeah. Um, she has small role, but, uh, it was a it was a good one, uh, but I was thinking about it because you were talking about her yesterday, mm-hmm. and you were saying how like she doesn't quite sit right in like any of the roles that she's in. Um, yeah, and this was just very different from I think ni- like what I remember like '90s Alicia Silverstone performances being like. Okay, uh, it was just like very sad and restrained. Um, so I watched that, and then it's kind of interesting it was sort of like um it reminded me of six Sense a little bit like where they but instead of the reveal being that they're dead it's like oh they're they the reveal is that happens very early and so it's like well what do we do now um okay. so that was kind of interesting and then um and then i watched a irish movie with dougry scott called sea fever and that was kind of like a science fiction horror movie and that was pretty huh. fun is that yeah. a new one? Yeah, that's pretty new. That came out like this year. They both came out this or within the last year. Okay. Um, I've seen trailers for The Lodge. I haven't heard of Sea Fever. Yeah, The Lodge is it's by a guy, a couple guys. They did a movie called Good Night, Mommy a few years ago that was kind of popular. Um, okay. And then The Lodge, I think, just kind of went away. Um, yeah, Sea Fever, I think, was like a BBC movie. Um, but I liked it. <laughs> and that is what I have watched this week. That's all you watched? Uh, yeah, I mean, we painted and stuff. I watched... Oh. I mean, we watched TV, too. Yeah. You know, we're watching uh, the new season of Westworld and Insecure. We're watching that uh, that um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge uh, show... Um, oh, what's it called? Uh, Run with uh, Donald Gleeson. Oh. That's kind of like a sort of a rom-com. Um, but that's... Would that's, I like it? You might. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't think you. It's, there's nothing offensive about it. I like it. It's interesting. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, it's Is basically that the guy from The Wire. No. Um, oh. It's uh, Hux from uh, Star Wars. Um, it's uh, mm-hmm. Brendan Gleeson's son. He's in everything. Okay, I'll look him up. He's, He's in Peter Rabbit. He was in the like Christopher Robin movie. He was in Harry um, Potter. He was in Brooklyn. He's in Harry Potter. Don He's I know in the name. Uh, Black Mirror. D O M N H A L L. My oh, wife is yelling his is yelling his name in the background. Oh, okay, I recognize him. He was one of the Weasley uh, brothers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He was Bill. He's great, but the premise is pretty cool. It's basically like there. It opens on this girl and she, this woman, and she's in a parking lot, and she's completely overwhelmed by whatever life, kind of American Beauty situation, maybe. And um, she just gets a text that says "run," and then she sends a text back, "run," and she just literally gets out of her car and goes to a train station 
gets on a train or a plane. She gets on a plane. She flies somewhere and she meets this dude. And then like their story kind of starts. And then it's sort of like unfolding that they've had this this plan since you know they broke up in college, which was that if 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 one of them other if one of the other ever texted the word run and then the person responded run it would like start this series of events oh that sounds interesting it is a little interesting i think it's a, game. a little interesting mm-hmm. not that interesting i don't know i like the stars yeah they're fun cool. and i like is it a weaver. netflix show what's that or, go ahead get merit weaver yeah you'd recognize her face if you saw it okay yeah i don't know <laughs> if if it's like the last 20 years or so i'm pretty fuzzy on it so did either of you see the standoff at Sparrow Creek? No, but I wanted to. I, I did too. too. I was scared to watch it, but the it looked so beautiful. What is that? What is that on? I saw it the other day. Standoff at 2018. Who's in it? Like nobody really famous. Was that? Um, oh, James Badge Dale. Yeah. Is S. Craig Zoller involved in that somehow? No. Oh, okay. It reminded me of like uh, Todd Hedo photographs when I saw the trailer, which is why I was going to watch it. But then I imagine a lot of people get like shot and stuff. <laughs> Stand up at Sparrow Creek. It looks like it's on Hulu. Maybe I'll watch it on Hulu. I love Hulu. I do too. I like Hulu. Seem to have a pretty good mix of stuff. Let's hear it for Hulu, guys. I don't know. What, what oh, else? Oh, boy. Let's do feel, three, three lose for Hulu. I feel, I feel real. I just, I feel bad. Yeah. I feel bad for uh, yeah, not. You know. Okay. This is. I, I might try to switch to just picking movies I've seen before, but like part of. I don't want you to do I, that. I don't want you to. Right. I want. I want the. I'm okay with the risk. Yeah. And this is. Um. Is it worth it? <laughs> well, maybe you could watch the trailer. That's true. I think there's nothing about the premise of this movie that I would that was like a huge red flag. I was like at least it will be You don't think if you'd fun. seen Robert Wool acting like that in the trailer you would have been like no. Maybe. You but know I mean what like I mean? watch the trailer for Porky's. You would have no idea that Porky's is one of the greatest films of all time if you watched <laughs> just the trailer. <laughs> See, this is where this is where we're going wrong. This is the okay, we found, I think we found the I think we found the Mike's problem here. Movieometer. <laughs> it's 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 done broke, bro. We got a we got a movieometer. It's just <laughs> something ain't right um, here. I have more uh, notes, I guess. Wait, I don't know. Real quick, do you guys actually not like Porky's? I've never seen Porky's. Uh, yeah, I don't think Porky's I've... is good. What? Okay. I mean, I've seen it on TV. I've seen no, pieces of it. I've seen it, Mike. I actually have seen it so many times. Porky's is a, it is a actually a good movie. It somehow pulls off being funny when all of these other like sex comedies. Won't it hurt you not. when I fucking hate it though? I mean, but it's a good movie. It is a very good movie. Porky's is good. Anyways, so, uh, somebody was saying something. Andrew, it's just it, like your mom's know. favorite movie. It is right. <laughs> Porky's yeah. is so your mom's what? favorite movie. Well, she says that her favorite movie is. Something more respectable. Oh, well, maybe Muppet Christmas Carol or um, Fiddler on the Roof. I don't remember. But her actual favorite movie is Porky's. And like, that would be the weirdest triple. My yeah. mom's my mom, favorite, my mom's favorite yeah. movies. Those three. That would be good. Um, I like that. Yeah. Maybe she can guess one of these days. Um, <laughs> the uh, What was I going to say about Porky? Oh, so the first time I saw Porky's, um, it was around when Amelie uh, was coming out on 
video and mm-hmm. I didn't I hadn't seen it in theaters but my parents had and they both were talking about oh it was really good we think you'd like it and I was like cool we'll rent it so they rented Amelie and we all sat down to watch a movie which we didn't watch especially by the time I was in high school we didn't watch a ton of movies together we all sat down to watch it and um you know the opening credits or you know the studio logo comes up at the beginning and it's like this old like faded like 70 I can't remember if it's like Columbia or 20th Century Fox or whatever but I was like, huh, that's interesting that they would use like a retro logo for Amelie. Like, why would they do that? And then Porky's starts playing. And so we just sat there and watched Porky's. Um, then I think the next, <laughs> the next night I watched Amelie. Um, so wait, I don't but... understand. It was in the wrong box? No. Oh, sorry. So the my parents had played a joke on me that like oh. <laughs> we were going to watch Amelie, but then they put in Porky's. And, okay. stuff. and I think I think I had been like some I, I used to be much snootier about movies. I used to have, like pretend I had taste to try to fit in with cool people. And um, uh, I think I had been like resistant to watching Porky's like, oh, that's not going to be any good. And that, so I think that that's they were they were showing me like, this is good. You should watch it. And so so we watched it and it was fun and we still laugh about it to this day. Yeah. That's my story. <laughs> Andrew's just looking. Oh, he's gone. There, there we go. Maybe he was frozen. I thought you were looking at me. Uh, no, Strange. you guys, you, your screens went black and nothing changed, oh. so I disconnected and reconnected. It's, okay. It's fine. Welcome back. I uh, thought I had more notes, but I really don't. I have, like, two things. Um, yeah. One was that those cute secondary gang members, I was, very, I was really hoping they would kiss by the end because, like, they are constantly... Like, their whole kind of plot line is, like, they're so sad and scared that they won't ever see each other again and that they're going to be separated because they're going to graduate and become adults and the gang's going to break apart. And they're just, like, talking about how much they love each other and then also, like, at the same time constantly being like, oh, we sound like a couple of queers or, like, talking about, like, queers. I'm like, kiss, kiss, kiss. And then a fun fact for you all. The dash-mounted eight-track player became commercially available literally one month before this movie is set. So quite a a fancy addition to his car. Yeah. So Sarah questioned why they would be giving a car to somebody who's going to war. I I wonder the same thing. I guess just (laughs) so he could be in the trenches knowing that he had it. Yeah. His wife was was somewhere crashing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was like, he's like, something happens to me. Don't let my wife have the car. Or don't let my girl have the car. <laughs> he left it. He, he didn't oh, see, leave it to her. These, he no, left it to it the was, Hollywood All they nice. had to do was ramp ramp up the homoeroticism in this movie, and I would have liked it. Yeah. They're like, he's married, think, but he hates his wife, and he wants his boys to have his car, and, you know, all I that think stuff. More Fran um, and any sort of organization, instead of just hopping around from, like, scene to scene, like being like, you know, the night before Halloween, there's a big gathering at the Beverly Hills Country Club with all of these, you know, hoity-toity rich people that we don't like. And then the next day is Halloween, and that's the last day that the drive-in will be open. But there's also a school dance. Like, just organize it a little bit better. Oh, yeah. Um, this movie seems like, you know, it was shot, like, out of order, like all movies are, but never put back into order. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, they're literally, at the beginning of the movie, there are scenes where it's daytime outside, yes. and they cut to an outside scene where it's nighttime, then they cut to a scene inside where it's nighttime, and then a scene outside where it's daytime. And so it has, it, it's impossible. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Also, I, I, I think, thought, go ahead. 
something good could have pulled out of this, but you would have had to edit all of Robert Wool out of it and just make it like a teenage movie instead of like a try to trying to do all these like unfunny pranks. Nothing there, was funny about any of them. Yeah, the problem is there's not enough of anything else, right? You've yeah. got you've got once you take Robert Wool out of it, he's like he's a good seventy to eighty percent of the movie. There are yeah. other characters who you want, like I don't know the, the little kid who's always uh, smoking. Uh, like he had a nice yeah. face and, um, he seemed like he'd be charismatic. I'd watch a movie about that kid skateboarding yeah. around, uh, the, 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 we Vietnam- did last week. <laughs> True. Yeah, we yeah. did. You're right. And it was better. Uh, um, it was good. Um, it was great. We all agreed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I said it was better, Mike. Yeah. I liked uh, it. I did think Kenny and company was much better than this movie. It was much, it was well, much, easy, less, it was easier yeah. to watch. Of course. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's also just a very different type of low budget film. I don't even know if this would have been a low budget film. This might have been just kind of a medium. But like Kenny and Company, you at least feel watching it that you're getting I don't know, maybe I think about this sometimes where it's like the historian part of my brain is like at least watching Kenny and Company I like feel like I'm learning something about a time period. Like I feel like that's a fairly accurate representation of that yeah. place and that time and like what kids were like. And then this movie is just like jizzing all over history and yeah. laughing. Like it's just it because like I'm not learning anything about what yeah. 1965 in Southern California was actually like. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure people didn't have, you know, hair like that kind of floofy 80s hair and have their titties out all the time in 1965. Yeah. Although, uh, since we're talking about kind of tying the triple feature together, I'm pretty sure it's been a, it's been a little bit since I've seen fun size, but I'm pretty sure that the flaming dog shit on the front porch is in all three of the films I selected. And I had no idea. Um, that so. maybe that we should change great. the theme yeah. of the triple, the triple to flaming dog shit, <laughs> which would so far apply. Oh, poor Mike. <laughs> yeah, we could also we could just rewatch uh, Billy Madison. So mm-hmm. possibly the most famous dog shit in cinematic history. Other I than I don't even remember it. You don't remember the the Billy Madison? He called the shit poop. He called the shit poop. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Andrew uh, remembers. Of course. <laughs> it's um it's Norm and Sandler and then the other guy, um, you know, all adults. Uh <laughs> they light it. <laughs> Much like the these back. people in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, all supposed to be adults in that film. Um, but yeah, they light it and then he, the guy gets his boots and he stomps it out and he's like, ah, it's poop. There's poop in there. And then Sandler like slapping, he's like, Hey, he called the shit poop. <laughs> That's funny. It is uh, funny. It's a good scene. Uh, so what, what I my watched, inspiration uh, for this triple feature was, was to find other cinematic dog shit, flaming dog shit moments. Yeah. I Anyways, wa- what, I, what were you saying? I, I just watched the clip last night of the guy saying, uh, doing the whole, um, uh, I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. Just yes, that, just that, that great. just that 20 seconds. I watched that on YouTube like a couple times. Last I was night. really shocked that you guys did not like because like it's not a good movie, but there's so many funny gags in Billy Madison. Um, but uh, I, did, I get so, it. So on I this like... podcast, you're willing to say it's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I get that it's it's not like a like it's, you know, nothing to make you think. And like this, the story or whatever. But like the gags in that movie are so like that's the thing, too. Had the gags in uh, Hollywood Nights been 
good. But had I been laughing, I probably wouldn't have been so like, you know, I mean, I have, I didn't sleep at all last night because I knew Kit was going to start screaming at me mm-hmm. and, you know, calling me names and everything like that. Um, she called but, you uh, the N word. She did. Yeah. <laughs> and she called me a numbskull. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't live like this. Um, but uh, no, yeah. I mean, it's Billy Madison is one of my favorite comedies, but it's not like, it's not good. I don't. I don't. Remember I mean, the, I, I remember that. what my how I came down on that movie, which was I liked it less than I ever had. I didn't. I don't think I ever said okay. I. I didn't like Billy Madison, but yeah. I said that I did I, not. I did not like it as much as I have prior to this point. We need I to really, have like a okay. ten-minute interesting conversation about movies. I feel like, right? Right. Right. In this, what's a provocative question about film? For this episode? Should we talk about Eyes Wide Shut again? Well, what maybe we could talk about um, nostalgic movies. Because I thought about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a couple of times while watching this. Me too. And, that They um, like accidentally, the like drag racing part. Yeah. Was like, oh, this is good. All they, they just needed to shoot like them driving around California. Yeah. Um, That's the thing. So is maybe like, we could talk about. The movie describes it as self as being about a drag ra- racing club but there's like there's less drag racing in they're this a movie car club. they're a car club not a drag racing club no it says in the thing it says in the they're mostly cruising hang on because i looked this up and it said that they were i was promised drag races <laughs> i got two uh hollywood there Nights. Was a RuPaul a, yeah there it is there it is. It's 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 Halloween night, nineteen sixty five. Members of the Hollywood Knights, a drag racing club. I think that's I think that's misinformation. I mean, I agree. I don't think car club is synonymous with drag racing club. Whoever wrote that is wrong. But I'm just saying that's how the movie is described in the in the. On Google. what though? IMDb. Uh, I sent him an email. Okay. No, on IMDb they call it a car club. IMDb is getting their facts straight. Yeah. I, hear, I mean, not I that there a... wouldn't be drag races in a car club. I'm just saying I'm mostly thinking think of it as standing by your car and then like cruising. So the Blu-ray, which I have here, mm-hmm. got big. You can see the tits here on the cover. Okay. Like Let me cover. wait. Hang on, because I'm looking at that right now on Google. Hold it up again, because I didn't. I didn't. Yes, that's exact. I was, I was just looking at that poster. That is amazing. That is honestly, that is the, that is uh, like an an 80% accurate. No, it's not. Yeah. I think we, it needs more, needs more P. Um, I mean, if it was, if it was accurate, Robert Wool would be three <laughs> right quarters. There. So. Yeah, you're right. And, and you're right. farting. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there are other posters for it. And one of them, I'll put it in the chat because it's like, I think it's a better poster and it, but it also makes me mad. Um, <laughs> But I want to do. I want to address Mike's question as well. Okay. See, here you go. This is way more accurate and a better poster. (laughs) That is is a pretty good poster. That's about right. (laughs) See, and I feel like that conveys the '80s comedy, like the bad '80s comedy. It's it's for the listeners. uh, It's Robert Wool in a car with somebody's ass hanging out, mooning. Us, the people looking at the poster. Um, it's also a spoiler. His mouth is fully open. Mouth open, yeah. 
It says, at last, a motion picture that moons a man on the land. Oh, my God. There's also one poster that is imitating the flag raising on Iwo Jima. I got to post it. I got to see that sucker. That's insane. Um, This poster is better than uh, the movie. That poster is not bad. There's a there's a better one, too, that looks very um, like uh, um, what's the fucking camping movie? The camping movie? I can't think of Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, yeah. See, this I like this one you just posted. That looks like yeah, that's if Mike had seen that, then this would have been in his first triple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike, like what Fran. was your question? Uh, what was my question? Something Just about the one nostalgia. For, for the film discussion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me pose a question to you, okay. film scholars. Um, this film was made in 1980 trying to recapture the 60s. There's mm-hmm. tons and tons of movies uh, that try to recapture the 60s and uh, portray it on film in a nostalgic way or even just in more innocuous ways. Uh, our friend Brandon famously hates these films. Um, <laughs> in any film that portrays the 60s, I believe, he's got a pretty hard rule about that. Maybe a few exceptions. Um, what... Movies set in the 50s or 60s, but not made in the 50s or 60s. That is his rule. Right. Although he also won't watch a movie that was made before 1980, like generally. like Yes. He's and he doesn't that, like, like ocean movies. And he doesn't like ocean movies. Yeah, or hot sandwiches. Rules, and I, or hot sandwiches. I respect that. Yeah. I mean, he, a man has to stand for something in this world. Yeah. Um, but uh, so my question then is there's so there are so many nostalgic films. I mean, at this point, even just about the 80s, mm-hmm. what um, what makes a nostalgic film work for you? And then what makes a nostalgic film not work for you And in the spe- more specific way of like how they do the how they recreate the era? Not necessarily like, oh, it has to have a good story, but like. Um, are there yeah. any like pet peeves with recreating trying, an era in a film? I'm trying to even think of one that I like because I don't like American Graffiti. I hated my parents were like, you don't like American, American Graffiti. Graffiti? I hate it because I think I'm the opposite of Mike where I don't like movies where people just fucking wander around for two hours. <laughs> like I don't like I think Dazed and Confused is like a, a very good example of this kind of movie, but I don't like it. I'm like, what i want something to happen in a movie my life is enough like fucking dazed and confused it's a big stoner i'm dazed and confused right now yeah i I, can't i i can't really think of an example of one that i like because like isn't um what what are other ones are you talking about hanging out movies or or, no like uh, set movies set but i think a lot of these kinds of these nostalgic movies we're talking about are hanging out movies yeah i once upon a time in hollywood certainly is and i didn't like that either (laughs) i thought you did like once upon a time in hollywood no i hated once upon a time in hollywood oh okay um so not to jump in but uh i don't know if andrew if you i think i think what i would say about this is that i like it i like it when it's not um not being like when i'm not being winked at in like this like self-congratulatory way like um uh-huh. like like uh because i was thinking about uh like so 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 if like if if a period is uh 
like mid 90s i thought was a good movie that did this mm -hmm. like it recreated the 90s um and it didn't it didn't feel like uh like I, I at no point did somebody walk on screen and be like hey i'm watching looks at screen muppet babies or something like that you know <laughs> just like only like it like i don't like it when it's like the uh only 90s kids remember meme of movies like uh -huh. i don't like that kind of shit on the other hand i was thinking about like there is a way you can do it where you are making those references but you're doing it in a funny way. Like I think hot, the first Hot Tub Time Machine movie mm -hmm. has a lot of really funny gags where it's basically just like, it's the 80s and look how stupid people looked in the 80s. Um, mm -hmm. And that, like, I think you can have fun with it in that way. But when you're just trying to impress me by making references, um, like you're the writer of Ready Player One, I'm lost. Mm. It's, it's, I think that's terrible. Okay. There... See is a TV show on right now called Black Monday that um, I enjoy it. It's got a lot of people I like in it. I like that show. And I don't I don't love like super winky stuff like Hot Type Time Machine, although I think that's cute too. But like they do stuff like that in the cool thing about Black Monday is that the fashion and the hair and everything I would say is extremely accurate. And like people look like shit, like beautiful people look terrible in that show. Um, but then they also do stuff like they're talking about a dick pic basically, but that it's 1985 or whatever. So they like, they keep calling it like a penis picture <laughs> and stuff. And like, they can't, they're like, there has to be a better term for that. <laughs> and that's like incredibly winky, but it, it's very funny. And I, and in part, I think maybe <laughs> the accuracy of, with which they recreate the setting helps sell like it makes those kind of moments even funnier because you're, sure. you're pretty absorbed in the world when they say stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so uh, two things that I think, especially if you go to TV, um, <clears throat> I think good examples of pulling you into a time period uh, and kind of making you, I mean, okay, anyways, to get to the point, um, Zodiac is a film that I thought yeah. really... Yes. recaptured an era well and made me I feel agree. like because I've seen films made in the 70s I know what it looked like you know to some extent um, but what I think they did and I, I remember I think the reason I even noticed this was that somebody talked about it in an interview that Fincher insisted that okay so the you know this is 1973 but like don't put everybody in a car that came out in 1973 right. like there should be stuff like from the 60s everything should look worn out and lived in and like you know stuff should be dirty um and like I can still appreciate like a movie that's not realistic in any way where everything like, you know, uh, uh, something where everything's glowing and uh, brand new and clean and spiffy, like 50s kind of nostalgia type thing. But I think that really helps a lot if the set designer ha has like taken care to like make this look like humans lived here as opposed mm -hmm. to like this is a museum that we're all playing in. Um, but yes. I also think with TV, that made me think of Freaks and Geeks, which I don't think it's necessarily as detailed um, as, uh, like a lot of movies that do it really well, it, it, you know, it was a TV show. Um, so that, you know, they probably weren't as focused on that, but like, I feel like they, because, you know, the people writing it and working on it, um, were from that era, they kind of just took a lot of like specific memories from when they were kids in that era. And I think it's either the seventies or like the very early eighties for freaks and geeks. Really? And, um, okay. I think so. Isn't that what they're, 
there because yeah, it I came would out guess like 1980 80 okay yeah it came out like right around 1999 or 2000 um but i always felt like that was because like kind of like what you were saying kit were like uh rather than having everybody look like their best in the 80s like they have people that just look kind of awkward and weird like when you see like old photos of people and just like mm-hmm. and not like the goldbergs does a lot of the goldbergs uh, tv show does a lot of stuff where it's like so outlandish that it's supposed to be like oh can you believe people ever dress this way but it's like eh, you know to such an extent that it just becomes kind of tiresome but yeah. um as somebody who grew up in the 90s and looked pretty shabby through most of the 90s like uh it's cool I, th- I feel like to recreate the 90s for myself or whatever i would have to i, w- I wouldn't be wearing like a no fear shirt and like a cool windbreaker or like whatever i, would <laughs> I don't be. even yeah like whatever so yeah um so yeah i think that's i'm looking at our american friend institute list for like examples and i see two one is ed wood which is like yeah i don't think this that really i don't know maybe i mean that's a pretty nostalgia i mean for tim burton certainly yeah um not that he was like yeah i don't know and that is like very very self-consciously like i mean it's in black and white and all that um Mm -hmm. and then the other one was in the mood for love which yep that's like the 50s i think it's 60 60 sure um (laughs) so neon is also good because i know that that was something in once upon a time in hollywood and then in the mood for love Mm -hmm. like just old neon signs that could i don't know yeah, that might be the difference. It's also the only part we liked in Hollywood Nights was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the big neon sign on the diner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so neon is key. Yeah, I think we just like neon. Interesting. Hmm. I actually thought about doing a neon triple feature, too, because I was watching. Um, oh, well, when I was watching Batman and Batman Robin. For, I, yeah. yeah, I was thinking Batman Forever would work. And then what else did I think of? That's more like bl- I feel like that's more like blacklight. No, Batman, yeah. Batman, um, well, Batman Returns is neon, and that's great. Sure. That's my, probably my, maybe my favorite neon in, in movies. <laughs> What's well, the neon stuff in Batman Returns? In her, her apartment where it says, hello there, and then it says, hell here, after she turns oh, into Catwoman. That's right. <laughs> yeah, neon's cool. Do people not make neon signs anymore? <clears throat> they do. No, they do. I okay. was going to have one custom made until I found mine. All right. Well, here's a here's a uh, we can we can do the cruise minute. Oh yeah, what, let's do that. Is he in any good uh, nostalgia type of movies? Ooh, good question. Or is there I, anything else? Yes, he is. What's what? that? Well, it's not good. What is it? Oh. Um, the musical one. Oh, Rock of Ages. Is that a nostalgia? Rock oh, of I Ages. guess you're right. That does take place. That's like late '80s Sunset Strip. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's what it's all about is all that like hair rock kind of stuff. Okay. You know, one he's in Losing It, which is actually a really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a movie comedy. that was made in the 80s that takes place in the 50s. Um, I was looking at a lot of stuff about that movie because I was thinking about making a mix for you guys that was all like songs, but like inspired by Tom Cruise's filmography um but then i abandoned it but i read a lot about losing it oh the firm that was the other john grisham movie that i watched like the client the firm when i was in my grisham phase you should make that mix kit 
No, it was it was turning into a shitty mix. Born on the Fourth of July was a seven. It takes place in the seventies, but it was made in the late eighties. Yeah, yeah, sure. that feels more almost like a biopic, though, doesn't it? I feel like I need to watch that movie again because yeah. I hate Oliver Stone, and I when I watched that movie, I did not like it. But it's weird because, but people still say that's like one of Cruz's best performances, and so I feel like I mm-hmm. I missed something. But I really did not enjoy it or him when I watched it. I don't remember it at all. I watched it when I, I was like seventh I, grade. I definitely don't believe him when he has like the mustache and the long wig on. No, I'm like that's not Tom Cruise. Hell no, it's not. Oh, okay. oh man. Um, so I, I'm on I'm on Tom Cruise's official website right now which i didn't know existed well i mean Tom of course Cruise. It com? tomcruise.com and then he's got a he has social media which i'm surprised i kind of thought he wouldn't i mean it's obviously all ran by a pr firm somewhere look at that top gun picture of I him know. looking at the sky it, it's so good <laughs> <laughs> it's so good uh, uh. It's be- i love it just like i love the image in his biography which is just like it's very serious he looks very serious and he's but also very nice. Like he's just including somebody in the discussion. Um, or accusing them of using psychiatric drugs. Come on, kid. He hasn't updated the date for Top Gun. I know. So sad. So sad. That's crazy. Did he update Mission Impossible? No, but those those haven't even been shot yet. It's, oh. This is so strange. Like, why would Tom Cruise have a website with like three links and one mm-hmm. of them is his filmography. Because Tom Maybe he Cru- just wants to get the domain. No, he, I think that, that could be it. Honestly. They, he wants they, to what? To own the domain. Just to have that domain name. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he, that's he just true. had somebody build him a, a you're, whatever. I'm sure you're like. right. You know but, what though? Hmm. This is an opportunity for us. We could make Tom tube and just have it be clips from all of Tom Cruise's films uh on this on the website it would probably be it probably would surpass youtube eventually wait how I think is this would... an opportunity how does this occasion that opportunity and what's the opportunity the opportunity is that we contact tom and we say we notice you're not doing a lot with your website what if we make tom tube yeah and we just have it be clips from your greatest films well we have it be and your presumably greatest he owns the, the complete rights to all of his films. Nobody's going to say no to Tom Cruise. See, Nobody's going to okay. hit him with That's a lawsuit. True. See, I thought this plan was going to end with us meeting Tom Cruise, but now it has it to be. It starts now, with us meeting Tom Cruise. So, so what's the plot? What's the plot? What's the plan that gets us to this plan? Once Tom Tube has has surpassed YouTube. No, but you say we have and, to meet him to to yeah. pitch Tom Tube. Well, right. We just we'll write him an email through his website. See if well, I can. Get, if I can't. Once it's taken off. If I get to meet off. Tom Cruise, there's things I want to talk about other than Tom Cruise. <laughs> once it once the site has taken off, we're gonna be in his circle. We're gonna be like some of his best okay, friends. We're Mike. gonna talk to him every day. We're gonna watch movies with him at his house. Oh my god. Okay, Mike. Pop quiz. Pop quiz. Hot shot. Okay. <laughs> you you've got five minutes with Tom Cruise. Okay, mm-hmm. his his people are tapping their wrists and looking at you okay. annoyed. But Tom's like, no, no, give the man five minutes. Are you really okay. gonna waste it on Tom Tube? <laughs> no, what well, no, are I mean, you gonna do, Mike? Tom what would Tube, you do with those five you minutes? You guys, you guys. Tom Tube is our in. But once we're in, <laughs> just the I phrase can... Tom Tube. <laughs> <laughs> that's our in. Yeah, that's our in. But what about once, you, what... Tom? <laughs> you, Tom. 
That, that could work. We'll see what he likes. Okay, but yeah. if you or cruise tube. Cruise tube. What? Okay, but if you did seriously, Mike, if you had five minutes with Tom uh-huh. Cruise, what would you do with that time? I would. I would. How would like you use to, that time? I would talk about eyes wide shut. Um, yeah. Back backtracking. I think this is a real question. Like, what do you say? Because you don't. Because the thing is, like, what do you say to Tom Cruise? Because the thing is, is. Like, I don't want to start talking immediately about his movies. That's all anybody talks to him about. Yeah, but Tom right. Cruise loves movies. I know, but that's why I think we should just talk to him about movies, not necessarily his movies. Not his movies. You could like, easily... See, that's the thing. You could just talk to him about all the directors he's worked with. Like, you you wouldn't even have to be like, Tom, tell me what, what inspired you in Eyes Wide Shut. You'd just be like, tell me everything about Stanley Cooper, you know, which I'm yeah. sure he gets all the time. Well, but then but that's like, kind of annoying, Scott. too, because it's like it's that's like saying, hey, don't have a conversation with me, just fucking vomit all of your knowledge onto onto me like i want well no i mean you'd, I, you'd have to play you'd have to like be a not you'd have to have a nice conversation with him. I, just, I wouldn't say like just tell me about stanley kubrick I, well know. that's the thing i don't i don't want to go into him i don't want to go at him like all the press junkets i want to go at him like a friend well then I ask him he how he's sees doing every movie so you could probably bring like if you could find out like What's this like obscure, like maybe he loves Hollywood Nights and you could be like, hey, have you ever seen uh, Hollywood Nights? He would that. slam the door on our faces. Yeah. Because that, let me just, he, he, let me he, he, read for, he read for Hollywood Nights and they, they didn't Because obviously the goal, here, the goal here is that this isn't your last five minutes with Tom Cruise. It's that right. somehow you parlay this five minutes yes. into a long-term friendship where you're like going in his planes and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so the way I do that is I say, Tom... We both know that you're great, but tell me, tell me, what was it like to work with? I think you, I think that could. I think you have a point, Mike. I think yeah. that could work. I mean, he loved the the man loves movies. I think Andrew. I would suggest that you get very technical about film with him, perhaps. Mm-hmm. There you go. I think I would talk, I'll to, talk him. to him about planes. I think you know what I would do. I would talk to him. The first thing I would talk to him about because I don't. I think this is a question that people probably have not asked him before. I would ask him about the color of money. And I would say what it was like at that time making a movie, a, a, a sequel to The Hustler. Um, and uh, he loves Paul Newman. He obviously. loves Paul Newman. Yeah. So I think that would be that would be the first thing I would ask about. I would want to ask him about about like. Interview with a vampire prop. Maybe I could shock him by saying like I. Like, I don't know what would I say. I was like, I love you. I think you're the best like you're you're like i love you in virtually any movie but it might surprise you to learn that i think your best role ever was as the vampire lestat and then he would look at me and go like that does not surprise me because i'm looking at you (laughs) i can see you right now and so no it doesn't surprise me get out of here and i I would leave no he blew it kit okay yeah you blew it you blew it. Even in your imagination, you blew it. It's a good thing we like, ran through this. I can tell you write fan fiction. <laughs> You're wearing a cape. Get out of here. Kit, what if he looked right at you and he said, I've read your fan fiction. I love oh! It. That'd be great. <laughs> that, what if he looked would at be, me and It would said, be impossible, but it would be great. Oh, he read Rocks? What if he read Rocks? <laughs> what if he was like, read my emails this whole time? And he read what if rocks? he thought it was really funny? I think everybody would think it's funny. It's a then great film. Then why won't you send it to me and let us do a table read? Because you guys make fun of me all the time. <laughs> I, if people break the table read to make fun of you, then they're doing a bad job. Yeah. I don't think it's professional. I don't think that would happen. Me neither. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm out. This is clearly some kind of trap. All right. <sighs> all right. 
No, I'll look at it. I'll, I might send it to you. Have you guys seen American Made? Not yet. No, I, keep I never have. Thinking about watching it. You should. I'm it's afraid a... it's going to be like Broken Bones and stuff. It's not. Okay. It, it's definitely not. It's more blow than Scarface. Okay. Um, it's like it's like that's if, what she said. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> Good one. It's uh, yeah. It's like it's like if Blow was more interesting. And a little funnier. I don't know. I think you should watch it. It's fun. It's a, it, there's a movie that came out in the last three years with Tom Cruise flying airplanes in it, and neither of you have seen it. Uh, yeah, I meant to see it in theaters, and then once I didn't, I was like, eh. I did see it in theaters. I'll tell you this: I fell asleep for about thirty seconds, and it has. It's not the movie's fault. It's because I was. It was. I saw it in Amsterdam, and I had just got there, and I went to the movie theater even though I was jet lagged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well we're done yeah i think um, it's over yeah edit thank this you, down to like 45 15 minutes, minutes. yeah yeah okay Join jesus us an hour and 19 minutes are you kidding me oh my god <laughs> sorry and 10 join of us... them were about hollywood nights <laughs> yeah join us next week and... but wait mike thank you what movie are we gonna watch next week the audience has got oh, to thank know you. thank you andrew you're welcome um, how forgetful of me Mm-hmm. Idiot. Join us next week. We will be watching, I think, 2011 or 13's uh, Fun Size, starring Victoria Justice. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm... it's pretty. It's a fun movie. It's not a good movie. This is the kind. No, you don't worry, Mike. This is just the kind of movie that I would just fucking watch for fun. Yeah. And it I'm... won't be like last night when I got off of playing games on Discord at one, like 1:30 a.m. and was like, okay, cool. Now I gotta watch Hollywood Nights. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> i'm nervous like i i don't have a lot i don't have a lot of uh goodwill left in my house because i have made yeah. i've made denise watch kenny and company and hollywood nights and both movies made her angry does denise yeah. like teen movies she just likes good movies like, i mean yeah, yeah but i mean like sydney sydney and carrie loved watching like these kinds of like sleepovery no. movies. I don't know if Denise is like that. No, if something's cute and fun, she'll she'll be genuinely happy. But like, okay, this was this has been rough on her. Well, I hope Fun Size will bring her back to the fold. I think maybe you should like just in just in case you should record like a formal apology. I was gonna say I could write her a note. That would be good. That'd be funny. Like send her a card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a get well soon sort of thing and then yeah. pick like three disney movies or or like be- you know what you you know what's you know what you should tell her andrew if you really want her to hate mike but is that i don't he want her to hate mike movie. i want her to like mike he picked he picked this movie because of fran drescher which means he could have picked beautician and the beast that is well, but it had to be a halloween thing i would have glad i will happily put beautician and the beast i would argue that beautician and the beast is more of a halloween movie than this was and the beast <laughs> is in the title it's in a spooky yeah. mansion i will have tell you, you beautician and the beast i love that it's so fun i mean it's like stupid it's, but it's like i love it i love both of the people in it so much like, yeah it's fun they're yeah both so underrated that that is how i sold her on hollywood nights i was like i was like dennis i've got this movie it's it's mike did pick it or no, she didn't even say. I didn't even say that. I just said Fran Drescher and Michelle Pfeiffer in this movie. Do you want to watch it? She loves Grease too, by the way. Um, okay. Well. Yeah. So, um, but uh, then, like fifteen minutes in, I she just goes, "Who picked this movie?" And then just said, "She said, just like, oh, never mind. You don't have to tell me." <laughs> <laughs>
Denise is cool. She I feel bad. Cool. I feel like now we're all going to be picking movies to impress Denise. <laughs> no, I will. My next triple feature can be. I'm sorry, Denise. Triple feature. It's really. <gasps> That's it's a really, good idea, actually. <laughs> that is really good. I'd be happy funny. to do. It. <laughs> it's really tough. It is really tough because, like, I, I, I can't really even impress her. Like, it's it's hard to say what will hook her. And like, I, mm-hmm. I, there are movies where I'm just like, I really want to watch this with you, and it's like she'll say, "Okay, sure, put it on." And then 15 minutes later, I'll look over and she's she's on her iPad like it's over. And I, just I remember don't. one t- you lost her. I remember one yeah. time you told me she I can't remember what movie it was, but it was like one that you really cared about. And I mean, I was probably on Denise's side in this, but you said she was like reading Harry Potter, like over the side, over the arm of the couch. Like, yes. Trying to keep you from seeing. <laughs> yes. I was so fucking mad. Right. That was when we were dating. <laughs> Um, you're trying to you're trying to make her watch I don't know the whales Star Trek or something. No, it was the it was the abyss. I <laughs> That's think. the best one. It is okay, the best well, one. Uh, I am on Denise's side. Yeah, I tried to make her watch <laughs> the abyss. I was like, this movie's really important to me. <laughs> like I had to go rent it um, at a video store when those you know were barely a thing anymore, and and I put it on and I and it was like we were in bed watching it. And it was I don't know how she was able to read the book because the lights were off. But I think she was using the glow of the TV. Um, Yeah, that was rough. And you were like, when he's beating on that woman's chest and calling her a bitch, that's me and you. (laughs) Jesus. All right. This is over. We did it. We did. Sort of. We did a bad job. There's been good conversation, just not about the movie. What I I want is like an insane amount of research for fun size. Like I want like <laughs> Okay, that seems fair. I want to know like every like treat fun size like people treat Super Mario Brothers or like Flash you Gordon want, or something. Do you well, want me to do that? Well, I'll read two. We'll help. We'll help. Okay. I can I, I can dig. I want to see what kind of like is that even really a thing anymore? Yeah. You know, like were there articles about fun size coming out? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. See, this is the thing. It's a Paramount picture. I mean, it's Nickelodeon movies or whatever. But Paramount has had a pretty rough mm-hmm. decade or two. So I don't know. I don't know that they really have like the publicity blitz that uh, mm-hmm. like Disney and, you know, Warner Brothers and stuff have. Or stuff. Yeah. Like there, there was no like Joe Blow movies. Like here's the first glimpse of the costume in fun size. Like, <laughs> you know, um, but uh, anyways, join us next week, folks. It's going to be a lot more fun. We're going to have. Maybe I can mail you guys like little fun size bags of candy. I'll do some research. <laughs> um, I think Denise, I think she'll like this one. I think I this has a chance. Sarah liked it. We watched it last Halloween she liked, or maybe two years ago. I will tell you that I'm going to get her to watch it by saying Mike says he thinks you'll like it. <sighs> and that this like and, that could just and that this could this could make or break you. The clothes it's, are cute, right? I mean, it's. I, I like Victoria Justice quite a bit. I mean, it's not. Unheard. I like Jane Levy. Me too. It's not. Um, like here's the thing. I mean, you guys bonded over a movie, The Wizard. Remember? Mm-hmm. You guys, you you wanted you watched that was a movie that you two picked to watch together, and it was like so. There is there is I, I there think is that overlap. That is Denise's Denise's movie superpower. I would say is like I think she could. I mean, it's related to her just, like, regular superpower of just, like, she could definitely, like, bond with probably anyone over, like, some movie. Not Hollywood Wait. Nights. 
she could not bond with anybody over Hollywood Nights. I no, I don't mean I over any movie. I mean, but like she could find common ground with, I think, any person in terms of like the kinds of movies that they like. Like there would be some overlap. Yes, I think so. Wait, the Wizard, the Fred Savage movie? Yeah, yeah. I watched that with Denise. Yes. Oh. Wow, and he doesn't even remember. Tell that, that is, too, Andrew. I'm, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut out the the entire episode except for this five minute conversation. Only, I remember watching. Um, and then I'm gonna send it to her. What was that? What was that? David Gordon Green movie, like All the Pretty Girls or something? Uh, I don't know. Lars and the okay. Real I watched girl? that with her. What's that? Lars and the Real Maybe. Girl. No, no, no. Mm-mm. It's like it was some really bad movie with Mark Ruffalo. All the and real girls? That's it. I watched that with her when we lived together. And um, it was really bad. I don't know. Maybe there's some but sort of Denise weird like think curse. So? I think I think we all kind of thought it was pretty bad. Because okay. I it was like it was I had Netflix very briefly when I lived in Portland. Like I got a free trial or something. And they were doing discs in the mail. And so it was like I don't know. I don't remember watching The Wizard with her. Although maybe because of Jenny Lewis, is that why we watched it? Yes. And okay. she she loved that. Do remember she, that. She loved that movie already. Like she okay. that's already so. that's already one that she likes. Like have, she like Have you okay. seen Troop Beverly Hills, Mike? Yes, that's a good movie. That yeah. Denise likes that one. She yeah. loves that movie. She loves that movie. It's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, we've got basically I just have to pick like a good kids 80s or 90s movie and we it, should be good. If Shelly Long like If Shelly Long's and in it, you're maybe good. maybe have the same taste yeah. in like women or something. But like she like you know what I mean like you love Fran Drescher. She loves Fran Drescher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The difference is... She's got good taste. The difference is, is she doesn't really have any interest in seeing Fran Drescher naked. I right. Mean, I... Right, but see, like, that's still, like, that's kind of beautiful. That, like, Mike wants to fuck Fran Drescher. Denise wants to be Fran Drescher. I've seen... What does that, where, where does that leave me? I've seen every episode of the nanny many, many times, and she's never naked. It's not just about seeing somebody naked. Fran is just. But it's, she, it's also about imagining them naked. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And I mean, she just she's a good looking lady. And she's also in UHF. She looks excellent yeah. in UHF. And um, uh, Spinal Tap, right? Is she in that? Isn't she? I don't know. But I mean, there's just something about Fran that is just irresistible. For Everybody someone. Yeah, she. she she is in Spinal Tap. And for someone with like, hmm. I don't know, with not a very robust film career, she's been in some like iconic movies. Yeah. Like she's picked some interesting ones. Like, I mean, UHF, Spinal Tap, <laughs> right. Beast. Classic. Okay. <laughs> I got to go mow my parents' lawn. Okay. We got to wrap this up. All it's right. It's been uh, good chatting with you. Have yeah. a good week. Join us next week. Yeah.